Because we're down your way. We're always down your way. Because we're down your way. I'm always down your way. Hello and welcome to Downs Your Way. I'm Colin Speller and I'm here once again with the lady herself, Rebecca Downs. Hello! As the theme tune fades away, it amazes me that a recording artist of uh, such reputation should be really pleased and keen to have a little jingle that we... Because <laughs> Downs Your Way. <laughs> She's off again. Da, 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 we're always Downs Your Way. So how does Lockdown 2 in Birmingham find you, Rebecca? Um, I'm okay. I'm all right. Um, it's quite a bizarre lockdown you know spend money can do what you want don't spend money can't go around other people's houses but we're we're coping with it we're coping with it work you can meet up i'm so confused i don't you know it doesn't take much to confuse me but i'm adhering to the lockdown wearing my masks washing me ons um by the way for people who don't know about black country ons is hands as is donnie's donnie's my nanny used to say wash your donnie's so Donnie's a hands. So you, you know, new language. We should do this like a bit of Black Country Spike every every podcast. Maybe I don't well, know. Well, we have we have conjectured that, haven't we? With me doing the translation in a sort of mm. best Oxford English voice. Mm. So you you lead off with something. Have you seen the os? Have you seen our house? No, no, Colin. <laughs> Quite, oh, God. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, an os. What's an os? All of you out there, it's a horse. Well, where would earth in, in <laughs> central Birmingham would you see a horse? Well, you know, in my mind, Colin, in my mind. Galloping across the, galloping across the I would say the landscape, the cityscape. Anyway, on to more serious matters. So... This week's exciting news is that on Friday, a new single drops, as they say. One always imagines, you know, it shattering on the it's ground. It's like I'm down with the kids saying it drops. My video, my visuals and my song, they drop. On, yeah, anyway, carry on, Colin. Uh, released, as you say. Released into released the, wa- into the, the wild, wild. To of, run around. Of the uh, digital, uh, digiscape. Digi- it's a new single, a, a remake of a Wave Them Goodbye from More Sinner Than good Saint. Wave Them Goodbye, Wave Them Goodbye. The proper version of which you will be able to hear <laughs> from Midnight Thursday onwards. So, what... With ins- special guest. Yes, well, I was coming to that. What, okay, what inspired this remake with the special guest, Mr. Alan Nimmo of King King? Um, it's always been... You know, one of mine and Steve's, like, really favourite songs to play live, especially live. Um, some songs do translate to live better than others, you know, got to be honest about that, you know, and especially from a kind of fun point of view, this has always been a great song to play live. Um, so it was, we thought it would be a good idea to not let the album go without bringing it out, finally. Um the idea from getting Alan to do the vocals on it was, you know, just sort of, again, one of my cheeky black country requests, you know, thinking he'll say, no way, Becky. I don't know what that accent is. I'm so I sorry, I he was Welsh. Anyway. <laughs> Australian. Australian. <laughs> but he's such a great guy and he's such a great friend of mine. He said, 
I'm not going to do the accent. Yeah, no problem. So it was kind of just me being cheeky thinking, well, I might as well ask, you know, you don't ask, you don't get, all that sort of thing. But we'd have probably brought it out anyway. But having his vocal take on it, as well as Steve's, obviously, uh, Steve's still doing a lot, all the BVs and, you know, all the guitars, etc. Um, so it's just, you know, trying to bring something new, I think, to it as well. And I've always wanted Alan to sing a duet, like sing on a track. So, you know, bit of a dream come true. Thank you, big brother. So because of the current situation and practicalities, this was not something that you did in the same room, as it were. So no. can you say a little bit about how it was put together? Well, you know, the, the, you do, you know, your vocals in, in one place in the studio, you're recording them in and he does them. You know, I think he did them at home with a microphone um, and then just flies the files via the magic of the internet to us. And then the amazing Chris Childs of Thunder mixed it all for us and very well done as well. He mixed the original track. He you? did, yeah. So it was only obvious to go back to him. So that was basically new vocals applied to the original track. Yeah. yeah okay. And... The other challenge, of course, uh, every every track needs a video. Bless its cotton socks. Bless its cottons. And whilst producing music videos isn't the uh, quarter of a million pounds worth of expense that I'm told. You told me we were spent. Okay. No, no. Um, that Chesney Hawks is rumoured to have spent on a video back in the 80s. My it, God. It, it, you can still run up hundreds and hundreds of pounds. So, uh, but you, you know, that would have also included transporting everybody into the same place, probably offending some local lockdown rules, etc., mm. etc. So tell us about the social distancing video. Ah, the social distancing video, eh? Uh, well, yeah, same thing. We did it separately. Um, Steve recorded his stuff separately on, you know, iPhones, cameras available. So did Alan, God bless him. And I recorded one in the rehearsal studio. Neil Ablard, our drummer, uh, helped me do that. Um, and then, yeah, Neil Ablard, our amazingly talented in many ways drummer, has put it all together for us. Thank God for him. And that video is going live on YouTube. Going to drop, Colin. It's going to drop. This is Have you not learned anything? No, this is slightly different because we're premiering. This is a premiere on <laughs> on Friday evening at uh, seven seven o'clock. o'clock. Mm. So premiere at seven o'clock. Um, <laughs> what will happen then is the video will suddenly magically go live, and Rebecca will be online to receive whatever reaction she gets and to comment. So if you write a little comment like. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. She will respond yeah. herself. Please, can you keep, you know, keep it light and friendly? <laughs> you, know? you know, it's um, it's quite funny when you get people that just go, I hate this. And you just think, did you really need to say that? I hate a lot of things. Well, I, you know, I go online and I don't like a lot of things that I, I, I don't comment on them because that's, well, it's a bit playground in it, but each to their own. Just, you know, let's try and be kind to each other, folks. It's strange times we're living in. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, uh, as a relative newcomer to the music business in terms of my uh, long, long and not so illustrious career, um, I, I do find it quite a, a, amusing that, or amazing, actually, that uh, a publication will receive a, a number of reactions. <laughs> I mean, 
globally, mm. and this applies to a hell of a lot of artists a hell of a long way up the ladder, you could say that the most common reaction is indifference. Mm. You know, if there's 65 million people in the country, then mm. the vast, vast majority of those, even with a, with a very successful artist, will take no notice of it at all. Um, obviously, you get a lot of enthusiasm from your fans, and maybe sometimes beyond, a, a new piece of art will, will draw more people in. And then there's this, well, it, it's what I call the YouTube factor. And that, that, the way I calculate it is, if you go on YouTube and find a video that is... By any definition, innocuous, innocuous. Well, and nice, and with nice, a nice word. Yeah, yeah. Although I, was, I think years ago there was a teacher who said you shouldn't use the word nice; it was meaningless. But you know, something that is just—I don't know—you know, a couple of baby seals playing together, or something, <laughs> and what, whatever it happens yeah. to be. And it will have been viewed ten million times, mm. and it will have received, you know, a million and a half thumbs up. Mm. It will have also received two hundred and fifty thumbs down. And and I I once worked out the percentage of that, and it was something like point one of a of a mm, percent, mm. and that's what I call the YouTube factor. Out mm. there is point one of a percent of people who will get angry. Who are just angry at everything. We're do. just angry, you know. Unless no you reason. publish a Slade cover, and then and then the percentage is bigger. <laughs> 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 that, oh, trig- that triggers a few more people. Which we thought it would. Yeah. But hey. Well, we knew that would happen. People are dying. Let's just, <laughs> you know, let's <laughs> chill out, guys. So, new single on Friday. Uh, it's going out to Radio Folk this week. So, if you don't listen to it online, you should pick it up on your favourite radio station. It's on uh, download. It's on all the streaming platforms. I say that with uh, some trepidation because I know one or two of our biggest fans are absolutely... <laughs> hate streaming so i always feel that i'm gonna get a kind of response we have to be on there folks certain scottish gentleman who is a fan of vinyl and probably once a week posts a facebook update about how much he he, he hates streaming uh, and the other little trick we're trying this time is we we're putting a high quality download on our own website now uh, <coughs> this is this is straying into the technical but i did consult consult uh, no less a person than mark viner stewart our uh, uh, producer and uh, Ralph's father and Ralph's father who mm. did tell me that this this is this is actually kosher as it were but it's a 24-bit WAV file uh, it is a lot bigger than your average mp3 and should played through the right medium give a better quality product than you will get either from a download normal download or streaming so that will be available on the website from uh, midnight Thursday onwards. So if you want to go there instead of the normal places, then please do. Mm. And um, so, yes, uh, any other comments you want to make about the anything else you want to say about the single? Um, it's just, hmm, for me, really, it's just as I say, it's a live thing. When uh, If I get technique, you know, talk about vocals a bit, when you go up to... Um, the end bit, and I've really got to sort of power belt it. I absolutely love doing that. And I always know my, mo- my voice is on form when I do it, you know, as easily and successfully as I can. So, yeah, I just bloody love singing it. And I love the song. So just hope you like this version too. Okay, so we had the, uh, well, what for, I, I was going to say unique experience, actually, but we were uh, talking before we came on air, and we did actually do uh, 
a streamed gig before, mm. well before this, four years ago. Was yeah. It? Four years ago, we went to... Let me check YouTube. <laughs> we went to a place in uh, Gloucestershire that had set itself up with the ambition of streaming gigs and had put a considerable amount of time, money and investment into it. And yeah. sadly, um, because it didn't really catch on at the time, uh, it was four years ahead of its time, uh, that enterprise failed. But we did go there and, you know, with full broadcast quality microphones, cameras, etc., etc., we 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 did a streaming gig but nevertheless roll forward to covid covid 19 times mm -hmm. let's hope they don't release covid 20 anytime soon um and we went to birmingham streams last friday week or fortnight or whenever it was and yeah streamed a gig to the big wide world so i suppose the obvious question from my point of view was the uh, how is it for you darling question how did you? How did it feel being up there on stage in that rather strange place? I absolutely loved it. Um, obviously, I was missing all you guys actually being personally in the room, but I had got you there. You know, in my mind's eye, I really had in spirit. Sort of, I think more so because I'd done the streams from you know the living room. And, you know, we'd had dialogues about them and stuff like that. So I really had you, like, in my mind's eye, sitting there in front of your tellies, screens, like, watching. But it was just such a great experience, um, playing the songs, jumping around. Um, you know, a lot of the time that I kind of play up a bit on stage, you know. That's not that I don't take it seriously. I take it you know, 100% seriously, but I'm having so much fun. And I'm also conscious of the fact always that, you know, I'm there to entertain and a lot of artists hate that word entertainer, but that's exactly what we are. And, and I'm there to, you know, I'm there to bring the party and to convey whatever the song is saying to you guys. And I felt that because the cameras, you know, were on me, that that was kind of, more important in a way to sort of get that across to you and I just loved you know what I just love singing you know ever since I was a kid um singing just lifts me performing just lifts me and you know I hope that comes across that it's just it is a joy to sing the songs that Steve and me have written and it's a joy to sing with the band and to feel that people are watching is always the greatest privilege, you know, whether you're watching at home or whether you're watching live in front of me. It's the greatest privilege to know that people have paid money to do that. And I am, you know, forever grateful for you. So it's it was bloody marvellous. And how was it from a point of view of a band that had not actually played for six months? Because it was, it, was, it was as good as six months from yeah. uh, the Planet Rock winter's end in in pool in dorset on the first of march right through to something i think it was the 28th of august so mm. thick end of six months um i mean we got there early we obviously you know it was easy to re have a little rehearsal in there because you are so socially distanced trying to organize a rehearsal in a room that size would have been you know not possible you know trying to you know hire an aircraft hangar to have a rehearsal in. um to make it safe because we've got vulnerable members in the band. Um, so, you know, we run through a few songs and 
you know, what you do as a band is, you know, you practice alone, mm. you know, in your own homes. You go through all the songs yourself. By the time you come together to play as a band, it should all be there. Um, and it's just, like, it's just like riding a bike. You get back on it and it's, you know, there it all is. And that's because I've got amazing musicians working for me that do their homework, that know the songs, that just jump straight back in and it's like we never were away. One of the things we've discussed coming out of your own private um, stream gigs and and looking at the ones you've done both from home and the one you did with Steve was this the thing about audience feedback. Now, mm-hmm. um, the very uh, lovely lady who hosted it was a sort of an audience in her own right in that at the end of every song she whooped and yelled and cheered. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> So that gave, but but how did that feel in that in in a because before it's just been you and I can see that that's a very remote experience. Mm. How was it, you know, with with the boys on the stage and all those cameramen and you get to the end of a song? Um, how did it feel? It's fine, you know, it's totally fine. I just, you know, obviously, I think from a spectator point of view and from a band point of view, you haven't got to wait for the audience like to die down so the audience actually you know you get the next song much much quicker because you go you know i mean it's lovely waiting for the audience to die down don't get me wrong that's like bloody brilliant so never stop clapping and whooping um so the pace of the show was a lot faster than a normal live gig because of that but you know what it's fine you know i was totally fine i mean obviously i do miss you know there's nothing to compare having the audience in the room with you. So I kind of did it from the perspective of it's not going to be the same rather than think, rather than keep drawing negative comparisons. And one of the interesting things was, as from a spectator point of view of, you know, there was the fact that uh, because it's a streaming um, setup, that there was no front of house sound as such. Yeah. So... You guys were all playing your instruments. You could hear a mix. You've got your monitoring on the stage or in your ears or what have you. And what came out front was a was a sort of bizarre mixture of things, really. Uh, you know, mo- reflected monitor sound, mm. the sound, the direct sound of the guitar amps. Mm-hmm. I, I have I have never previously heard your guitar so clearly <laughs> that's because every sound guy turns me down Colin well that was your thesis but <laughs> I think in fact in practice it's because you know in a in a bold front of house sound it, it, it does yeah because my guitar gets, is a rhythm guitar and it's meant to be part, part of the of mix not to stand alone yeah. and um but you, you step out you stepped out of that room and into the sound room into the mixing room and they were uh had speakers playing what was going out and it was absolutely amazing mm. but it was a bit surreal you know well yeah because basically you're getting the on stage sound yeah. that's mm. what you're getting and the on stage sound is weird when you've got a drummer in ears and a singer in ears so where my monitor if it was a live monitor on stage would be pushing out a lot of my voice mm. you know you've got that basically pushing out into my ears yeah. so you know yeah, it was interesting a couple of times because uh, you, you know you could hear you singing mm. unamplified, <laughs> which was quite curious in 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 a, in many ways. But yeah, the volume I, I would point out wasn't much less than it normally is. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell it was coming direct from the back of the throat. Rather the lungs were working uh, hard. They, they were working hard, but it was yes, it was a very uh, it was a great experience. I mean, obviously, these things are never going to step fully into the breach of a proper live gig, are they? But um, 
I guess while we're in the situation we're in, they offer something. Mm. And I know the setup Birmingham Streams is moving on with other bands and has got a lot of interest. And indeed, there are a number of these places now uh, operating. So I guess, uh, you know, if you haven't seen your favourite band yet, doing a full band stream from somewhere it will only be a matter of time before you do absolutely and of course looking forward um we've just agreed uh, another duo gig uh do you want to say a little more about that or do you want me to remember when the date was can you remember <laughs> when the date was and i'll say a little bit more about it okay so it's tuesday october the 20th um over to you well yeah it's uh, for our amazing friend and supporter that's been just he's had my back since day one basically richard dunning um at the tuesday night music club the award-winning award-winning i'm so sorry i'm going to call him sir dunning from now on the award-winning award-winning tuesday night music club and wasn't that a long time coming that award so well done richard you know this guy has done so much you know, keeping music live and, and basically works so damn hard and he's such a great guy. So, so happy that he got that award and really happy that we're doing the show for him as we couldn't have done the live show that was booked in. So it's a shame. Yeah, we were due to be there on the 4th of August. We are due to go back next year, but Richard, I think quite rightly, is not booking more gigs than he's already sort of had in the books for next year until he knows exactly what he can do and can't do. And his venue, I know, uh, because he's given me the maths, is under the social distancing rules, I think with even with the current rules in play, he could probably get about a maximum of 35 or 40 people in a room that would normally take nearly 100 or just over 100. So uh, it's it's uneconomic for him, even taking into account all the other practical difficulties. So yeah, we should we should be back there next year. But it's um, so it's a duo gig. Yeah, it's a duo gig. Me and Steve playing our tunes and you know a few select covers. So so we will have to decamp to Shea Burkett. Mm. Brackets allowed under the social distancing rules because it's work. Close it's brackets. work. Close brackets. Ironic. Can't go around for dinner. Can go around to do a gig. But mm. there you go. But it's work. Uh, uh, we're wire everything up. Uh, we're working through Zoom this time uh, again. So those of you who remember the last chargeable gig we did through Zoom, apparently Zoom's had an upgrade. It's got some. I bloody hope so. New. S- <laughs> well, it, it was it was okay last time. It was okay. I just you know we we spent so long trying to get the sound the best that we possibly could for you, and I was a bit disappointed with the sound quality when I did listen back, but. You know, well, hopefully this time should be even better. Well, that was the recorded sound quality, mm. and that was a notch down from what went out on, on the okay, night. Okay, maybe it was better than what um, went out. But they have, they have. Okay, I mean, I feel for them really. They, they, they. You know, this has been good and bad news for uh, a company like that because they were, you know, hoping obviously to sell this whole idea of being able to sort of do video, co- and then suddenly it was swamped by <laughs> sort of yeah. worldwide demand, and then everybody saying they wanted more, more, you know, more than the system was ever designed to do. But they are catching up now, and that looks as if um, that that will will help quite considerably. Um, it is a challenge, isn't it? This whole streaming thing uh, well, for everybody yeah. doing it. Um, and it's a challenge, you know, it's a challenge for you as audiences as well. And I totally realise that, you know, everyone's saying, you know, some people are absolutely desperate for live gigs to go ahead. And, and I totally, you know, I get it. You know, I get it more than a lot of people, obviously. Um, but we've got, you know, 
We've got a long way to go, I think. We just, and I think it's best for everyone in, in this era to just take every day as it comes. Try not to look too far into the future and say, oh, gigs will be back by this date or when do you think they'll be back? Because all you're going to do is, you know, build yourself up for a fall in a way. Let's just wait and see what happens. I'm speaking from my own point of view as well. I don't, you know, otherwise I'd get myself too wound up about it. Let's try and just, let's try and get behind artists that do streaming. It's really all we can do right now. And, you know, let's just treat it for what it is. You know, it's not trying to take over live performance in a venue, but we're all doing the best we can with it. Well, yeah, that's true. And I, th- and I think it's important to remember that everybody's learning this. Um, I think that I may have mentioned this before on here, and if I had, did, I apologise. But one of the key learnings for us has been that you when you put out a stream gig, and particularly when you're charging for it, you're embracing the whole experience, mm. the whole customer experience. So you're taking responsibility really from everything, from the note played or the note sung right through to it being received in someone's front room. Mm. And that's that adds a whole load of dimensions which... Uh, yeah, you were never you've never involved with before. You know, no. you put out you put out a recorded piece of work on a CD or a stream or a vinyl. It's not your responsibility if someone then goes and sticks it on a mm. you know ten quid player yeah, player and complains that the stereo is not quite good enough. You know that that that's but this unfortunately or fortunately you you are taking on that responsibility and we're acutely aware of that and. We will always try and do our best to help you get the best out of it. Um, so, you know, we will put out the advice. And I know Richard is very good at this in sort of you know tutoring people and what to do and not to do when they're, they're listening to it. Um, and, you know, if you have any problems on the night uh, between mm. us, we'll, we'll try and fix those. Also, can I just say quickly... Isn't it magical that we can do this? Oh, absolutely. Imagine if this had happened in the 90s. Like, you know, none of this would have been, you know, part of me when you were just saying that, you know, it going straight to somebody's living room still makes me go, wow, that's so, you know, that's so amazing in it. Let's just like step back a minute and just go, that's bloody amazing that we can do that. Well, I think it's, you know, again, it's, it's, you're seeing this going on with the whole sort of, you know, ways of working, home versus office and all of that. And everybody's been driven to do something that they've not done before. Um, now that they've done it, I don't think this will ever completely sort of die mm. out once we get back to normal, if, if indeed we ever get back to normal, because I, it, this does add a dimension. I mean, we have people in the United States and other mm. overseas territories who've never seen the band play. They've probably supported us for a mm. good deal of the time we've been going. They've never seen the band play bluntly would probably never ever get to see the band play and in the foreseeable future unless they carted themselves over to the uk at a point where we just happened to be going out and doing a gig and now suddenly here they are arriving in their living room you know large as life Mm -hmm. and etc etc so So it's always good for that from that perspective and you know and from and for you know reaching people who perhaps can't come to gigs not just because of you know the distance they live in but maybe health reasons and stuff like that so i think you know that's let's try and embrace the positives i know i sound like a big hippie and i think you know the the longer i'm on this earth the more hippie i become you know let's try and embrace the positives yeah i mean again said it before say it again if you're looking to uh, enjoy a lot of live streaming 
of any sort, whether it's, you know, sport, music or what have you, um, there are a few things you can do. I mean, knowing and understanding all your kit and how it works is obviously one of them. But the other piece of advice is hard, hardwire it to your, to your internet box. Take the Wi-Fi out of the picture. A lot of the technical issues that people have, a lot of the dropouts they mm. suffer are due to their Wi-Fi. So look into what it takes to wire your telly. A lead's pretty cheap. A, a lead's it? pretty cheap. Even an Apple connector mm. uh, to get a wire that then goes into the, the box is, okay, it's 40 quid. I know it's eye-watering or 35, but, you know, it's worth it because mm. you're just taking out the one thing that over which nobody's got any control, mm. <laughs> you, us, or mm. anybody else. And, th and that could that could improve your listening. And I'm not just talking about us, I'm talking about across the board because, after all, a lot of people at the moment are watching a lot of stuff online that they would have previously gone to live, mm. particularly if you add sport in, in, into, it, into it. So um, that's something to look forward to at the uh, next month. Um, and a new single out on, out on Friday. New so. single, yay! And uh, after that, you know, assuming this drags on, we will obviously put some other things in the diary. Um, just as, you know, but we're not going to keep doing it every five minutes because I think there is a question of market saturation as well. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Is there? <laughs> I wonder, yes. So, oh, yes. And by the way, if you've read that piece of stuff that's circulating around the Internet about how Facebook is stopping all this, uh, it's not actually the case. I haven't got time to go into it here. But if you do a bit of research, it, it will explain it to you. I think Facebook's come out with a statement which a lot of people have interpreted as no more music uh, live streaming. And that's not actually the case. They just don't want you to basically string a load of videos together and leave them running you know mm. like a kind of streamed uh, uh non-live mm. live thing okay so i think that's that's about all the news from us for the for the time being if you anything you wish to add miss downs before i think yeah just um yeah i know some some of you are struggling there i think a lot of people are struggling at the moment um you know and there's a lot of people that have been seriously seriously affected uh, lockdown, either you know, physically, mentally, ecumenically, all these things, and I just, I just want to, you know, let's, I, you know, I do hear see a lot on social media of when's this gonna happen and when's that gonna happen, and I, I hear you, and everyone else hears you. I just think for your own health, just let's all try and take one day at a time. Let's all try and support each other. Let's be kind. Um, let's be as helpful as we can. As I say, just call me a bit, you know, a big hippie, but I am one. Let's spread the love and keep it like that. I think more than ever now, we need to kind of spread that message of, you know, let's help each other a little bit. And I send my love to you all, and I bloody miss you, but I'm right here for you. Well, on that note, um, we're doing our best to try and entertain you in a variety of ways. Uh, if there's anything else you think we can do within reason <laughs> i am not gonna take up interpretive dance okay well i'm i'm relieved to hear that <laughs> <laughs> the sense of relief is palpable <laughs> on this side of the this side of the table um yeah if there's anything else that we can add to our repertoire of uh, jolly things then please do let us know mm -hmm. but in the meantime i think that's all from us for now so I will say goodbye. Goodbye, people. Stay safe. There's a feeling that don't set right here. I'm thinking we don't
thank you for listening to Downs Your Way. As usual, there is a merchandise discount code with this episode. This episode's code is NIMO, all in capitals, N-I-M-M-O. If you put that in at the appropriate point in the checkout process at rebeccadowns.com forward slash shop, you will receive a 10% discount on all items purchased. Thank you for listening, and we will be back again with a new episode soon.